We're glad you're listening to Rama for Today. Faith can't take the place of love. Love can't take the place of faith. Our hope can't take the place of faith. Faith can't take the place of hope. Hope is important. Sure. But when you try to put hope in the place of faith, you fail. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, The ABCs of Bible Faith. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. When Dr. Simpson wrote this edition, or the testimony that was put in this particular edition of the book that I have, he said that he was 72 years of age. And he said, as I sit here and write this at 72 years of age, most all the time I work anywhere from 16 to 18 and sometimes 20 hours a day. And at the end of the day, I feel so refreshed that I believe I could start all over again without sleeping because I've learned to walk in the life of God, in the strength of God. Oh, hallelujah. Paul said something about one of the church he wrote to, the life of God being made manifest in our flesh. I've learned to walk in the life of God. I believe that's what came down on me. Praise God was the very life and the strength of God. Well, that very day that Alton Lewis said, this old 240 is gone, don't be anybody left. He fell out. Didn't even make it through the day. I was still there. In fact, I was the only one of the original group that was left when we finished the job. Now, to show you that, that I had to do my part and uphold my part of the bargain and the deal, the man wanted to hire me permanently. Well, you wouldn't want to hire somebody that's not doing his job. That's a sense. You'd want to get rid of them. Amen? Amen? And so he, well, I didn't want to work because I'm, I'm, I'm ministering everywhere I can. I'm going into full-time ministry and it's just part-time, so I don't want to go full-time. So he said, well, would you do this? Would you work for me and help me? He said, see, I've got to deliver all over North Texas here. Uh, shrubs, flowers, you know, plants, trees. And he said, we, we, uh, we take them and deliver them. I made these orders, took these orders in the fall, you see. And now when we delivered them in February and March. And he said, we, uh, we plant them for the folks wherever they want them. And he said, uh, you, you take these other, this is a good Baptist deacon, a good fine saved man. He said, you take these other fellas and he said right there in front of the ladies, they're always a cussing or saying something vulgar or blowing smoke in their face. And he said, they'll plant a flower or shrub or something, turn around and step right on top of it. But he said, you don't smoke, you don't cuss, you don't uh, uh, talk vulgar and nasty and, and a good Christian witness. And, and uh, uh, just so I went along for about a month to work with him, made me $30 for that month. Then that's a lot of money in those days. <laughs> and I uh, need to buy me some clothes. I got to go preach. Yeah, you get a good pair of shoes for 98 cents from J.C. Penney's. <laughs> Dressed up on that $30. <laughs> Amen. So, you see, you hope. See, hope is important. We must not be little hope. You hope for physical strength to do the work, to do the job, to do what you know you must do. Faith says, God is the strength of my life. Hallelujah. Faith will always say whatever the Word of God says. Now, when you get out beyond saying things out beyond the Word of God, you're not in faith. 
And that's where folks miss it a lot of times. Now then, sometimes in my studies, first of all, as Baptist, they taught me that in discussing Bible subjects and Bible doctrines, that sometimes the best way in the world to find out what something is, is to find out first what it isn't. And so before we go further in discussing and talking about and finding out what faith is, let's get on that side and see what faith isn't. Now I said to you, hope is important, but hope is not faith. Because you see, the text said, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. So hope is important, all right. But it can't take the place of faith. And that's where we make our mistake. Now, we know, of course, that in the 13th chapter of 1 Corinthians, that Paul, in talking about love there, the great love chapter, as we call it, then he said, now there abideth faith, hope, and love. They translated it charity into King James, but it's the Greek word for love, agape, love. Now there abideth faith, hope, and love. All of them are important. Well, now, faith can't take the place of love, but yet they work together because Paul said in writing to the Romans that faith worketh by love. Well, hope is not love. Hope is not faith. Then if I substitute faith for love, it won't work. You know, I think a lot of faith people try to do that. They try to substitute faith for love and seem to think if I've sort of got a superabundance of faith, you know, that that'll substitute for love. It won't. I said it won't. Faith can't take the place of love. Love can't take the place of faith. Our hope can't take the place of faith. Faith can't take the place of hope. Hope is important. Sure. But when you try to put hope in the place of faith, you fail. I saw this from experience then on the field, going from church to church, praying with people. Because I used to, in the services, and you understand when in a small church service, you can do things differently than you can in a big auditorium meeting. You don't have time in a big auditorium meeting to just take time personally with every person in some detail. You've got hundreds of people there that can't come any other night except the night. They won't hands laid on them, so you go ahead and lay hands on them, and a certain percentage of them gets healed. But back in those days, in a church meeting, you've got, you know, anywhere from a couple of hundred to five hundred, six or seven hundred people, and some of the larger church. That was a large church in those days. And you were there not just for a few nights, but I'd preach three, four, five, six, seven, eight, even nine weeks in one church, two services a day. Then you've got time, you see, because they're going to be there. You don't have to get to everybody tonight to minister to 25 people or maybe even 50. So after I preached, I'd sit in the chair. Now, the reason I sat in the chair, you last longer. <laughs> you've already preached for an hour. You see, spent physical energy. You see, here's another place that people make a mistake. They seem to think because you're not in the call of God that you oughtn't to get tired. Now that's ignorance gone to seed. Sure, you're going to tire out. When you get tired, you see, the Holy Ghost is ministering through you and flowing through you. When you get tired, it's difficult to yield to the Spirit. When you get tired, 
I learned from experience the anointing to minister will leave you. And I don't lie to people. I just stop if they want me to minister anointing. If you've been to my meetings in time past, I, I stop a lot of time right in the middle of the healing line. Just stop right there and said, folks, that's it. I don't have it. Anointing left me. Or I'm just wore myself out. And I'd promised God one time I'll never push my body that far again when I feel myself coming up to it to stop. But I would sit in a chair on the platform, and usually a small church, a platform not this high, if you could imagine, it'd be about as high as that third step there, and sometime only the second one. So these people are right in front of you. And they'd come by one by one. Well, sometimes I'd just take hold of their wrist or their hands and just, just sit there, and they'd stand there and hold their hands a little while. And I'd say, what's your name? Well, Susie Jones. Well, what did you come for? Well, if you're not careful, they'll give you all of Grandpa's history, Grandma's history, Aunt Jane, <laughs> Uncle John, and Brother Tom, and finally get to themselves. And they're sick sometimes from the top of the head to the bottom of the feet. And they want you to pray for all of it. So, you just stop them. Because if you get started that way, everybody will try to top the other one. Tell it bigger than they told us. So you just stop them right off. Said, so now, now specifically, what did you come for? Well, believe it or not, some folks said, well, I, 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 I just thought I'd come up here and if I needed anything, I'd get it. Well, I said, you don't know what it is, so go on. We'll minister to somebody who's got some sense. <laughs> so we'd push them on. Well, if they didn't know what it was, how did they know whether they ever got it or not? No, no, you want to be careful going out. See, I could get by that. I'm not pastor. I don't live there every day. <laughs> you can't do that too good pastor, though I did. But I don't encourage people to pastor like I did. You might get whipped. <laughs> so here's another fella. He said that we pushed the lady on because she don't know whether there's anything wrong with it. And I just thought she might get something accidentally. And so this man steps up the place. Well, what did you come for? Well, he's got a stomach problem. They think it's ulcers. Doctors used to didn't know as much as they know now. Didn't have all the equipment they got now. They can tell more about it, but they, that's just about their diagnosis. They think that's, that's it. Well, are you going to, are you, are you a Christian? See, I take time to talk to them. Are you a Christian? Well, I sure hope so. Well, I don't want to ask you a question. I don't mean to be vulgar now, but are you a man or a woman? Well, I'm a man. I said, if you wouldn't, it wouldn't do you any good to hope with it. I've had people start crying and say, I guess I need to get saved first, don't I? I said, yeah, go, go take him and pray with him. <laughs> Amen. You'll learn so much if you administer that away. I'll tell you the truth about the matter. Well, another one steps up in place now, you see. Say, who are you? Well, now, this is a lady, you see. What'd you come for? Well, she said, Brother Hagin, she begins to weep. She said, Brother Hagin, I, you know, the doctors have said that, uh, that her case is just, you know, incurable. But I know, praise God, you know what God said. All you got to do, just, just, just lay your hand on me. I'll be healed. Well, I can see she's ready. I said, be healed in the name of Jesus. And like I said, we ran long meetings. She went back, was examined. The doctor couldn't find a trace of it. All disappeared. Same doctor. Pronounced her well. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer is the six-CD set from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled 
the ABCs of Bible faith for the special radio price of $29. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. If you want to find out anything about us, you can go to rhema.org. Yes. You've got the Word of Faith magazine there that you can read, or you got daily devotions, there's articles, or you can request a hard copy of the yes. Word of Faith that yes. be delivered to your house. You can watch on demand, Rhema Praise, our church services, conferences. And we have the Rhema USA app for iPad, iPhone, Android, Google Play, all of that. And we have live stream, YouTube, Rama USA, Rama.tv, Facebook Live. That's right. Uh, We're our, everywhere. And our church services, <laughs> all of that is live streamed Sunday morning, 10 a.m., Sunday evening at 6 p.m., and Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. And the conferences are streamed that are not paid conferences. Yes. If it's a paid conference, then <clears throat> it's not streamed. And also, our son Craig has a podcast yes. and it is really it's taken a good off. Podcast. People keep talking about well, I, I was both of we us were, have been on yes, there. Yes. And it's a like he and Tony McKinnon. It's in, informative and it is a lot of fun. That's right. And so go go to Rama uh, to Craig's podcast. You can find it on any of the things that carry podcasts. That's you can right. find it there, okay? Tomorrow on Rama for today we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.